Nancy Pelosi has a Joe Biden moment. The DOJ threatens to remove funding from Democrat cities, and the Emmys have an all-time low ratings. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. We're going to go through everything in the news today together. Now, let's get into this. If you guys support me and you support my show, if you guys can please support my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. Links in the bio and description, wherever it is. If you guys can please help me, that would be greatly appreciated. The big tech, the, the left, is actively seeking to destroy my life any way around the turn. They, are, they literally attacked all of my personal income. I am actually making zero dollars and zero cents now from anything that I do, political and non-political. And the only way that I can keep a roof over my head now is if you guys help me and support me because I'm never going to stop doing the podcast. I'm never going to stop telling the truth. No matter how much they kind of cr- they try to crack down on me and just ruin my livelihood, I will never stop. And I need you guys to help me out. And the only way you guys can help me out is if you can please support my Patreon. Also, you can shoot me a text. My number, it will also be in the description or up on screen. And if you want to help me out any other way, you can just text me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Check out Crazy Pelosi pulling a Joe Biden. I want you to comment below if her mental health is on a cognitive decline. Let's watch. Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the the day that we lost Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... uh, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Ten states, as I said, on Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any air. What, what in the world did this woman... What? He asked her a question, and then she paused, and she goes, What a, what a beautiful, <laughs> what a beautiful day. What a beautiful... Like, what... Listen, Nancy Pelosi, let's see her age real quick. Let's see her age. Nancy Pelosi age, she's 80-something, I know that. Maybe she's exactly, she's 80 years old. Nancy Pelosi is 80 years old, three years older than Biden, six years older than Donald Trump. Would you want your grandma to be the third most powerful woman in the world? I, I, I certainly wouldn't. I love my grandma to death. She's a Republican. But even I wouldn't even want her in that position. And she's younger than Pelosi. And my grandma, who's listening to this right now, (laughs) is a lot sharper and intelligent and on the ball. And she's my grandma is like a mix of, uh, I guess, (laughs) I guess my grandma is kind of like a female version of Donald Trump with how she talks. (laughs) But she's way more aggressive. Those damn liberals. My grandma got mad at me. Uh, for moving to Los Angeles because she said that the liberals were going to turn my dog into a Democrat. (laughs) So she wanted me to move back home to New York City, which is (laughs) not much better. But there needs to be an age limit. I think the age limit should be at least 80. Honestly, I think the age limit could be around 70. But judging by how on the ball Donald Trump is, uh, it's hard to put an age limit because Donald Trump's 74 and he's on the money. He's on the ball. He's, he's, his cognitive ability is all there. But then you got someone like Joe Biden, who's 77, then Pelosi, who's 80, and their cognitive decline is, is clearly seen. It, it's on clear display, very, very poor. 
And I know they're Democrats, and it's not a left versus right thing, because if I saw Trump coming out saying the same stuff Biden's been saying, talking the same way Pelosi's been saying, I'd be like, yo, something's up. I would be very worried and concerned. I'm sure the left probably feels the same way about their Democrat leaders, the people who are controlling their entire party. They're all... It, it, it's time to retire. You know, the left was keep keeping Ruth Bader Ginsburg alive. And, and they were trying to keep her alive for another five years so this way they can get through Trump. They were trying their best. They couldn't do it. Ruth Bader Ginsburg should have retired under Obama, and they would be fine, and they'll be able to replace with a nice 40-year-old progressive crazy Democrat. Good thing they didn't. Good thing the Democrats are dumb. Good thing they don't plan in advance. Good thing they don't plan ahead. Because if they were smart, they would be ushering out the old blood and moving in some young blood now. But that's not what they're doing because these people are greedy for power. Individual personal power. That's all that they want. Pelosi wants nothing more but to be in a position of power. So guess what? She's not going to resign until the day she dies because she wants to have that power. She does not care about the country. She does not care about her party. She just wants to be that person in power. Same thing with Biden. Well, Biden's pretty much got his handlers. But then you got the Republicans. We're 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 kind of on the money. We're kind of on the ball. If 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 there was an old old ninety year old Repu- Republican uh, as a Supreme Court judge, we'd be like, yo, get retire. Let's get some young blood in there while we while we're able to do that. But you know, it's a good thing the Democrats don't think ahead. Jimmy Kimmel's Emmy Award telecast plummets to a record low rating. And these are the ratings. Painful but not unexpected rating drops for the Emmys. Viewers from the 2013 to 2020. In 2013, it was 18 million. The 2014, it was 16 million. 15, it was 12 million. The next year, 11. The next year, 11. Then down to 10. Then last year, it was 7 million. And now this year, 5 million. So in the last seven years, it went from 18 million down to 5 million. I literally get more views than that on my social media every, what, 12 hours. I I literally get like a billion views every few months on my social media with very minimal production. These people can't even do it. This This is celebrityism. And watching Hollywood fall apart in real time has literally been the most entertaining content to ever come from them. So let's read more into this. A new low for the annual award show. And you think that the ratings would be even higher considering the fact that more people are at home doing nothing. But no, their ratings dropped even lower. It's, it, the, the rapid decline of Hollywood has been glorious and amazing to watch because, because people are sick of the Hollywood left-wing BS now. People, people are waking up. They are sick of being called racist by these elite millionaires all the time. They're sick of the Black Lives Matter crap. They're sick of everything. So it is glorious for us to watch this rating drop. The virtual 72nd Emmy Awards hosted by Jimmy Kim on ABC drew 6.1 million viewers, a 20% drop compared to last year's host-less version, according to The Wrap. A new low for the annual award shows. Uh, Kimmel, who hosted the awards for the third time, used his opening monologue to note how there is no audience in the Emmys this year due to health and safety procedures in place amidst the coronavirus pandemic. This isn't a MAGA rally at the Emmys. I mean, honestly, this was literally just the DNC part two. This isn't a MAGA rally. It's the Emmys. Instead of a live audience, we took a page from the baseball and did cardboard cutouts of the nominees. Uh, I mean, Kimmel, if you wanted to be funny with that, you can say this. (laughs) This isn't a Black Lives Matter riot. 
So we can't, <laughs> yeah, call it a MAGA rally. Meanwhile, your Black Lives Matter riots that are burning down the city, they don't wear masks neither. Kimmel hosted a similarly uh, political, ch- politically charged 2018 Academy Awards, which set an all-time low for the Oscars telecast. So everything this dude touches and makes political just all-time low. The late-night star who hosted the Emmy Awards ceremony live from the Staples Center with the crowd also marked President, Tr- President Trump as Shit's Creek won big. Oh, wow. Big shocker that a bunch of liberals are clowning on Trump. Wow. Real original. I've never seen that before. Uh, let's see. Schitt's Creek is set in a small town, Ontario, Canada, of the n- same name. After a brief return of the show following a commercial break, Kimmel joked, Trump's going to build the wall of the northern border. Has the president tweeted us yet? Kimmel, who received some backlash online after making a joke about reporting John Oliver, another late night show host from the UK, to immigration and customs enforcement for ICE. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny, reporting another late night show to ICE. <laughs> Why is that the only funny thing? The only funny thing he does gets backlash from their people. So that's the state of Hollywood on a rapid decline, and it's been glorious and amazing to watch. Another talk. That's another thing I want to talk about. That's that's related to the fall of Hollywood is that Disney thought it was a good idea to create a Chinese style movie based around china chinese figures and uh characters but written directed and created by all white american people and it totally flopped in china it's like the 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 hollywood they're trying their best hollywood to get a hold of that communist china money and the box office or overseas money all the companies are doing it because american american consumers we're turning on these companies as they go super social justice and pc we're turning on them and these big companies gaming companies uh social media companies you uh and and hollywood they're turning to communist china to get that paycheck by selling their products over there so i guess china i guess i guess disney thought to go all in oh what is china like they like chinese cinema let's make mulan and let's let's make it heavily chinese and and gear it towards the chinese audience and it completely flopped and backfired because they had an oversight and they didn't realize that uh chinese cinema does chinese cinema best and america cinema does america cinema best so the chinese people people in china going to the movie theater are going because they want to see american movies they're not going to see, you know, <laughs> they're not going to see the MCU because they're samurais in it. They're going to see the MCU because it's a bunch of, of American Hollywood celebrities. That's why they didn't go to see Mulan, because they don't care about American samurai movies. They're going to watch their own samurai movies because they do the samurai movies better. Like Jackie Chan, his action sequences are amazing. They're, 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 they're great and they're brilliant when, when he directs them. When America does it, I mean, they still come out pretty good. But when, you, when you're watching, like, a Jackie Chan movie, you're like, wow, this is on a whole other level. So, China does China best. Breaking, the DOJ names New York City, Portland, and Seattle anarchist jurisdiction that could lose their federal funding. 
Comment below if you think that they should lose their federal funding. Let's read. The U.S. Department of Justice today identified the following three jurisdictions that have permitted violence and destruction of property to persist and have refused to undertake reasonable measures to counteract criminal activities. New York City, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. The Department of Justice has continued to work to identify jurisdictions that meet the criteria set in the president's memorandum that will periodically update the list selected jurisdictions as required therein. The list published by the DOJ's website uh, today on September... Uh, the response to Trump's, okay, uh, okay. When the state and local leaders impede their own law enforcement officers and agencies from doing their job and endangers innocent citizens who deserve to be protected, including those who are trying to peacefully assemble to protest, said uh, Attorney General William Barr. We cannot allow federal tax dollars to be wasted when the safety of the citizenry hang in the balance. It is my hope that the cities identified by the Department of Justice today will reverse course and become serious about performing the basic functions of government and start protecting their own citizens. So it seems that they're, that the DOJ is saying all this. This way, the Democrat cities and states will actually enforce and crack down on the riots and the destruction going on in their cities. Now, if they don't, yeah, I do think federal funding should be pulled, and I hope the voters and the citizens of those cities and towns will realize this is what happens when you vote Democrat. They'll destroy your town, they'll get the federal funding pulled, and they'll make the city go to shit because that's what happens when you have Democrat leaders. So I'm hoping that wakes people up, but I don't think it's even going to get to that point. I'm, uh, what I'm actually hoping for is that these Democrats actually put pull their stumps, pull themselves together or Trump just has like a full-on override and comes in, or we actually just arrest some of these Democrats for their handling of a certain um, crisis that's going on and the Black Lives Matter riots. Whenever a jurisdiction forbids the police force from intervening to restore order amid widespread sustained destruction, are the criteria for evaluation. This is the criteria for the evaluation. Whether a jurisdiction forbids the police force from intervening to restore order amid a widespread or sustained violence or destruction. Okay. Whether a jurisdiction has withdrawn law enforcement protection from a geographical area or structure that law enforcement officers are lawfully entitled to access but have been officially prevented from accessing or permitting to access only in exceptional circumstances, except from law enforcement. So this is basically when the Democrat mayors tell the law enforcement to step off and allow autonomous zones to take place, or they just allow the destructive organizations to rampage through their cities. So this is what it says for New York City. Shooting in New York City have been on the rise since looting and protesting began on May 28th, 2020. For July 2020, shootings have increased from 80 to 244, an increase of 177% over July of 2019. In August 2020, shootings increased from 91 to 242, a 166% increase versus last year. While the city faced increased unrest, gun violence, and property damage, New York City City Council cut $1 billion from the New York Police Department. The budget resulted in the cancellation of the new police recruiting class, cuts to overtime spending, and the transfer of certain police functions, including school safety, out of the, new, the NYPD. There, this list goes on and on. I'll, I'll show you to you up on screen. This way, if, if you're watching this, you can pause it and read it. But this, the, <laughs> I am glad that there is a crackdown on how these Democrats are handling this current crisis because the Democrats are letting them 
run rampant and destroy the entire town. There needs to be some major crackdown, and I think this is the first step to seeing these big crackdowns. Comment below your thoughts. Thanks for watching. If you guys support me and you support my show, if you guys can please support my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. Links in the bio and description, wherever it is. If you guys can please help me, that would be greatly appreciated. The big tech, the, the left, is actively seeking to destroy my life any way around the turn. They, are, they literally attacked all of my personal income. I am actually making zero dollars and zero cents now from anything that I do, political and non-political. And the only way that I can keep a roof over my head now is if you guys help me and support me because I'm never going to stop doing the podcast. I'm never going to stop telling the truth. No matter how much they, kind of cr they try to crack down on me and just ruin my livelihood, I will never stop. And I need you guys to help me out. And the only way you guys can help me out is if you can please support my Patreon. Also, you can shoot me a text. My number, it will also be in the description or up on screen. And if you want to help me out any other way, you can just text me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.